Bad news. Bad news for the state. Bad news for capital. Bad news for patriarchy. Bad news for all forms of domination. Bad news. Angry voices from around the world. Our monthly info show from anarchist and anti-authoritarian radio projects worldwide. If these news are bad, I don't want to be good. Hello and welcome to the 48th episode of Bad News, Angry Voices from Around the World. In this episode, we have an interview from Gianna Lucia with activists from a forest occupation in Germany. An update from Greece about the wildfires raging there and ongoing femicides. Before this clip, there will be a trigger warning. The last part will be the call for the International Week of Solidarity with Anarchist Prisoners and a letter by Anarchist Prisoner Thomas Meyer Falk produced by the Anarchist Radio Vienna. Before we dive into the interview with the forest occupation, a bit of music, it's system failure with the song Stick Together. We say goodbye at the beginning of the night When the rest of this little town will turn off their bedroom lights We say goodbye before we hit the road Because the paths we take are not the ones that everybody knows We say goodbye with this fear in our hearts About the people who will do their best to tear our worlds apart We say goodbye not knowing the next time we will meet And if there's a chance that we will be alive Cause we don't know how far they will go with us this time So let's tell each other that we love them whenever we can Let's keep each other as safe as we possibly can Be careful, keep quiet, most important of all Don't push the ones you love far enough for them to fall Cause when we fall, we can't stick together We have to stick together We have secrets, we have treasures We have our plans, but they can never be measured by the ways of consequence We can't be sure how fucked up the state decides to react So we burn notes, encrypt our messages And find it hard to trust every single person that we are desperate to love Cause those outside our circles are always the enemy to us And we don't know how far they will go with us this time So let's tell each other that we love them whenever we can Let's keep each other safe as we possibly can Be careful, keep quiet, most important of all Don't push the ones you love far enough for them to fall Cause when we fall, we can't stick together We have to stick together
hurting I see that you've been beaten I see the cut you deep into your very existence If you need to take some time If you need to get away We can all work together to find somewhere warm And try to stay This will never be safe This will never be easy We will need to call our parents To let them know we're still breathing But if we hold each other near Every step of the way Then maybe it'll be better Maybe it'll be better So let's help each other That we love them whenever we can Let's keep each other safe As we possibly can Be careful, keep quiet Most important of all Don't push the ones you love far enough for them to fall Cause when we fall, we can't stick together We have to stick together No bastard ever came home from earning $8.25 an hour feeling proud. Minimum wage, just a fancy term for industrialized slavery. We're in a war. A war with the privileged. Those aren't streets you're sitting on. They're battlefields. And it is our duty to fight the comfortable and the overfed. So go forth, you sons of bitches. Izbojišće razredne vojne poruča Črna Luknja. Hello, can you present yourself on the beginning for our listeners? Hi, um, I was in the forest occupation in Dannenröder Forest. My forest name was Mosquito. I spent a week there during the eviction. Hi, I'm Mowgli. My forest name is Mowgli. And I was two months uh, during the eviction in the Dannenröder Forest occupation. I lived there, I built three houses and yeah. Can you, for the beginning, just uh, put an update what is happening with Hamburg Forest? Uh, is it rescued? Uh, yes, uh, the Hamburg Forest is rescued, um, but there is all, all the time um, uh, occupation there. And the Danröder Forest occupation is about a motorway, and the motorway will be built, maybe. People are still there, and they will fight um, for to stop uh, this um, building as i hear there is a lot of occupations in germany at the moment like occupations of the forest can you talk a little bit about them mm-hmm. um there are quite a few there's a the forest climate justice movement especially with forest occupations is quite well connected in germany and i think currently there are like eight and maybe two or three are bigger Um, with multiple villages of tree houses and then there are several small ones and several ones that um, start anew. Like we also tried to start another forest occupation um, but we, we tried four times in the last two months but we were evicted every time. Um, we always built a tree house and within two days we got raided and evicted and everything got destroyed. Um, but generally the movement is growing and the uh, people are learning and sharing skills from the forest and people are now it's becoming a real popular protest form in Germany and people build a treehouse in the city it's like ah we build a treehouse here and maybe it only lasts for a day but we get visibility and so building treehouses is extremely effective because you need um, special police to take down the treehouses and there's not that much special police so It takes time, it costs money, and it's relatively easy to do. If you're three people, two people, you can build a treehouse in a night, and then you have a treehouse, and the police needs to come with 70 people 
Um, so it's a very strategic, tactical, effective method and it's uh, very popular in Germany and also in, in Austria and in France it's growing more and more and it's also it's, it's beautiful to be on the trees. Uh, can you maybe also say uh, a little bit wha what is the purpose of the occupation? Just because like Hampach Forest was because of the mining, yes? Mm -hmm. if I, if the one that you mentioned before, it was like they want to cut the forest because of the new highway that is for sure very needed in Germany <laughs> and what are the other uh, uh, occupations about? Um, the Hamacher forest was about coal um, and then the most one are against highways and uh, one is also about uh, keys yeah there are two or three that are now against um, Like gravel extraction, so the stuff you need to build concrete. Yeah. And um, a lot of the gravel is under forests, and there are two in southern Germany right yeah. now that are occupied. Big one. Um, yeah, one larger one growing, and the other one is always getting evicted. Um, but it's also every time it gets evicted, there are more the next time. Um, but yeah, so everything that's extremely harmful to the environment. So coal directly, like the one in Hamburger Forest, it was the biggest CO2 production. Thing in Europe, that coal mine. It is, if I remember correctly, it is the biggest open coal yeah. mining. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's not even used in Germany that much. Like it's all exported um, because it's not allowed to be burnt in Germany anymore. That type of coal because it's so harmful. So Germany imports less harmful coal from Colombia and burns it and exports the this, especially I think to Poland and Czech Republic. Um, and this is where it started, like where a lot of these protests formed and these skills were held in these networks. And now it's growing everywhere. It seems that the movement uh, gained quite uh, a lot of experiences from the in last years uh, from the occupations. Maybe you can talk also a little bit about tactics, tactics, mm -hmm. techniques of how you resist in the forest. Yeah. So. There is uh, mostly the concept that um, non-violence, uh, non um, it's about um, building tree houses, so uh, when trees should be uh, cut down, um, then there is a tree house and they are, um, or more tree houses and they are connected with uh, ropes and uh, they need uh, special forces of police to cut down the trees um, and to um, rescue the, the people on the trees and then and there is also uh, the building of barricades um, so then there can um, no uh, trucks can um, can drive uh, through the forest and um, yeah I think that's uh, the most two important things uh, so you can new special police force like three police yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the terrorism police that does it yeah. uh, this is the big tactical point in everything above two meters 50 in Germany the normal police can't evict uh, because it's dangerous yeah. um, and so they come with like this tactical terrorist police like the most elite police forces in the country yeah. and they come and bring down the people from the trees they call it rescuing Yeah. Um, 
and on the ground then there are 50, 70, like if it's a small occupation, but in Danröder Forest, like a normal day in the morning, there's a cop camp with like barbed wire and they build walls and like there are 3,000 police officers in action every day in Danröder Forest during the eviction. And then they come out in formation and in blocks and they like swarm out and they encircle huge parts of the forest. And then the machines come and it's like trucks and trucks of machines and cranes, some 70 meter high cranes. They drive into the forest, they cut down some trees, they make roads, they drive in. And then they encircle everything they want to evict so people can't support the people in the trees. And there are some people that always live in the tree houses. There are some that, when the eviction comes, go into the tree houses. And then there's a swing force that leaves every morning at five. And they have a swing, they climb up a tree that's supposed to be cut down, and they just sit in the swing all day until the police takes them. So you have mobile units, you have more stationary um, structures, but generally where the police comes, more activists flow. And then it's all day eviction with cranes and thousands of police officers and then everyone gets taken into the uh, jail cells because um, one of the tactics is also to not give your identity yeah. this is why we also don't use our um, our real yeah. names but we have forest names um, because if hundreds of people do this the police cannot um, prosecute anything they, they don't know who the people are they can't find the identity so you prepare your fingers you prepare your face so that pictures and fingerprint scanners don't work and you do all this extra preparation work, and then, depending on the state in Germany, um, you get free again after sometimes 12 hours, sometimes two days, sometimes a week. Um, you get out of jail again, because uh, none of it is crimin criminal, strictly speaking. Like, it's not illegal to climb on a tree, um, but th the laws are changing. And then you start all over again. And in the night, the night, the forest is belongs to the activists and during the day it belongs to the police yeah. and at night uh, you build barricades you dig holes you yeah. you resupply yeah, you sleep at the day and you will and you work uh, during the night and for the Danreder Forest occupation the whole special force was needed to um, rescue uh, the forest so yeah is it possible to visit uh, your occupations um, yes, of course. Um, we need all the time support everywhere, so you can um, join in any uh, first occupations um, and you can uh, look at um, uh, Wald statt Asphalt, um, that's called in German. Um, and there you can find where are the first occupations and um, all forest occupations uh, want to be um, more uh, they are in English so they um, you can join and you can always choose your level about what do you want to do so you don't have to climb on a tree when you don't want to do it it's also you can cook or you can um, drive uh, the activists from the from train station to the forest or whatever so um, yeah you are welcome <laughs> hey, great you want something to add um, yep there's a, at the end of this month at the end of August there's for a week a Skillshare in Altdorfer Wald 
called Alti, which is near Ravensburg in Germany. And for a week, they just they invite everyone and they do a Skillshare, everything about the forest. So how to build tree houses, how to climb. You can come with no skills and you can leave with the skills to climb through the trees, build your own tree houses, how to do the logistics, all of it. They have a week of music, fun and Skillshare um, to pass on this knowledge so other people can continue um, participating in actions within the climate justice movement. This is it, Or? Okay, thank you very much for, Kent, for taking you. time. Man. What's the revolution to you? <laughs> to kill the bosses and take their money. <laughs> Welcome back to Bad News. Before we play the next clip about updates from Greece, we will play some music again. It's again system failure with the song A Bigger Cage is Still a Prison. I see the mountains They roll like tidal waves Across the horizon The rain cascades down Like lava it consumes Everything on its journey to the bottom From the window I hear the aching groaning wind It forces its way Through the cracks onto my skin I long to climb out To be swept up in its wrath But I can't break through the bars That keep me in There's nothing I want more Than to sleep under the night sky Hear the animals as they go about their lives Fill the fire warm my body Fill the mud under my toes But tonight this cell keeps me the trees form a secret green embrace their arms beckoning to swallow me I want to climb over these rooftops And over these fences And escape to the places None of these guards would go Cause there's nothing I want more Than to sleep under the night sky Hear the animals as they go about their lives Fill the fire warm my body Fill the mud under my toes But tonight
Sitting here, I prepare myself for the future. When instead of one month, I could be here for years. Would I lose hope? Would I take my life? Or would we find a way to break ourselves out of here? Cause there's nothing I want more than to sleep under the night sky. The animals, as they go about their lives, fill a fire warm my body, fill the mud under. But tonight this hell keeps me enclosed For if we don't have our freedom If we are captured by their iron hands Then the vision for fire it burns so much more bright There's no justice in the system A bigger cage is still a prison Well I hope that somewhere someone breaks free tonight The next contribution will be by Free Social Radio 1431 and it has two topics. One is the raging wildfires increase and the other one is femicides. For the femicide part there is a trigger warning because there is description of heavy violence. Trigger warning, femicides. Greetings from Greece, from Free Social Radio, 14.31 a.m. from Thessaloniki. Wildfires have been burning throughout Greece since the 3rd of August in various places, destroying over 115,000 hectares of forest, villages and killing wildlife. The most destructive one was at Northern Evia, with over 50,000 hectares burned. The state showed no interest in those first days, letting the fires get bigger and stronger. Days before, at the end of July, the Greek government signed for the installation of windmills on the now-burned areas, and some weeks prior, the Minister of Culture has stated that investors will come and upgrade those areas. The Prime Minister was stating for days that the fires were so destructive because of the climate change and not due to the lack of means of the fire departments, but it was proven that they started due to arson. The guideline of the government was to evacuate everything while sending no means of extinguishing the fire so they can show that no one died, but in the meantime so many animals have died in the fire and so much herbal life and forest that was protected under the laws of Natura 2000. Residents are reporting that while their homes and land were burning, only police showed up ordering them to evacuate without planes or trucks from the fire department. The state had no plan for the evicted and they even had to pay a ticket to the ferries that held the, the eviction. After a week of no help from the state in many villages, the residents decided to stay and put down the fire with their own means when it reached their village, self-organizing. All over Greece, groups of solidarity gathered first aid supplies and took trips to either help with putting down the fires or rescuing and helping animals, both wild and those their owners had left behind. Until now, there were two deaths and over 60 injuries. Lastly, it needs to be said that no measurements were taken before the fire started, which could be predicted as temperatures in Greece reached 47.5 degrees Celsius 
which had not happened since 1987. Only one-tenth of the money that were supposed to fund the fire department was given for this year and the ranger's department has been closed since 1997, so the firefighters that exist are trained for the cities and there are no rangers that know or are in charge for certain areas for those cases for forest fires. Now the fight will be letting the forest grow back without disturbing the process, something that the state seems unwilling to do, as they are talking about reforestation that is highly unrecommended by the specialists. Nine femicides were reported and recognized as such in Greece since the beginning of 2021, with the last three happening since mid-July. In January, a 54-year-old woman was killed in Hanya Crete by 14 knife wounds by the hand of her partner. In April, a 28-year-old and her brother were killed by her ex-husband because she left him after years of abuse. In June, a 64-year-old was shot and killed by her abusive ex-husband. In May, a 20-year-old was strangled by her husband who also killed their dog and put the 11-month-old baby next to the corpse of her mother to stage a theft. For two months, the wife killer was pretending the thieves killed her and when he confessed, he did it calmly and with no regrets. In July, a 26-year-old was killed by her 30-year-old partner while they were vacationing. Because of a fight they had, he pushed her on some rocks by the sea, punched her and then drowned her. At 30 of July, 31-year-old was killed in her sleep by her 40-year-old spouse because he was jealous and then walked calmly at the nearest police station and confessed. In July, the dead body of a 69-year-old woman was found inside a truck where it was hidden since May by her nephew and killer who had prior convictions for domestic violence. At the 6th of August in Larissa, a 43-year-old was shot by her 54-year-old spouse because she started the legal process of divorcing him. At the 8th of August in Rethymno Crete, a 47-year-old woman was shot in the back by a 49-year-old man inside her company. All this while the law for mandatory shared child custody makes it harder for women to get away from abusive husbands and while the chairman of police stated publicly that a wife murderer should confess to the police and in that case he will get away with one or two years only and the police and law not punishing abusers and dismissing the reports for sexual violence. Welcome back to Bad News. Before we come to the last part, the call for the International Week of Solidarity with Anarchist Prisoners, we play some music again. System Failure with the song Desert.
Truly 
Das war System Failure with the Song Desert. System Failure is a band I really like and a great soundtrack for the anarchist and anti-authoritarian struggle, in my opinion. So now we're coming to the last part of the show. It's the call for the Solidarity Week with Anarchist Prisoners. I hope you enjoyed this show. I say goodbye at this point. Till next time. Call for the International Week of Solidarity with Anarchist Prisoners from August 23rd to August 30th. There is a fundamental lie in the capitalist society, a promise that never comes true. The promise of freedom. You just have to work hard. Every time we stumble upon the crisis of capitalism, we are reminded about that. More than one year of COVID-19 lies behind us. Some say the COVID-19 is a health crisis, but it is not. COVID-19 is another crisis caused by capitalism, provoked by the urge of more wealth and growth, which contaminate fertile ground through industrial agriculture, steals habitat for humans and wild animals by extraction politics that turn thriving forests into deserts. It is the madness of capitalism that pushes humankind to ever new frontiers where more viruses are waiting for us. This year brought more social and economic injustice, more suffering but also more struggle. People stood up against the capitalist system and authoritarian regimes. People fought for their freedom and against exploitation. People strike at the factories and rose up inside prisons against the authoritarian and profit-oriented politics. This was a tough year and more is to come. In those times we need solidarity more than ever. In daily life, our neighborhoods, our communities. But we should not forget our comrades in prison, who fight for freedom and equality. They experience hard times right now, because the pandemic isolates people in prison even more. For that, this year we call again for the International Week of Solidarity with Anarchist Prisoners. Do some actions of solidarity. Banner drop, organize a letter writing event or film screening. Spread the word about those in prison and let them know that they are not alone and forgotten. Send us a picture, a short text, a video of your event or action, a radio show. Your creativity has no limits. Let's remember those who fought against this injustice and paid with their lives. Let's not forget the ones who are in prison and continue their struggle. Keep on fighting. Let the rich pay for COVID. Now we want to present to you a letter from anarchist prisoner Thomas Meyer Falk, who is in German prisons for 25 years now. He was convicted for a bank robbery with taking of hostages. His goal was to get money for the anti-authoritarian movement. His sentence ended in 2013, but because he does not distance himself from his anarchist ideas, he was put in so-called preventive detention. Here is his letter. 
Statement for the Week of Solidarity by Thomas Meyer Falk. To argue and fight for a society free of domination can lead to people being thrown into the dungeons of their respective regimes. There, the bodies are to be locked up in the tightest of spaces and the resistant spirit put in chains, forged against the bare concrete walls. Those who are not willing to submit face a long, a very long time behind bars. But it is weeks of action like now in August 2021 that forge a bond between the people in front and those behind the prison walls. A bond between people whose hearts beat for liberation and for freedom. One of the challenges seemed to me to be keeping a vibrant solidarity movement intact over very long periods of time. Because even as more and more states are officially renouncing the death penalty, they are shifting to locking people away for decades at a time. What may seem to some to be an even worse punishment, the sheer eternity of being locked away. In order to help the people in prison to keep hope alive, but also to give those comrades who are actively fighting in front of the walls certainty that they will never be forgotten, Action Weeks can be an essential means of affirmation. I myself was arrested in October 1996, taken to Stuttgart Stammheim and spent the first 11 years in solitary confinement. In legal language, this was called solitary confinement, uninterrupted segregation from other inmates. Although the incoming outgoing letters were read by the prison administration and often copied, these letters were a bond to the people outside. This gave such strength, words cannot really describe it. The more often concrete physical violence is suspended within modern prisons, the more hopelessness, abandonment, isolation become the weapons of the regime with which the comrades want to be broken. In my eyes, the week of solidarity also stands for setting something loud and militant against this. Thomas Meyer-Falk For more information about the Week of Solidarity, check out solidarity.international.